2: Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore Secrets of the Universe with show host Sherry Sage Zimmerman. Navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back uh, to another great show. Uh, that I have lined up for you today. It it actually came together last minute, which was really exciting. Um, we're going to, um, speak with someone today that's, um, got some interesting things going on. Um, her life journey, uh, kind of amazes me because she's still quite young. Uh, she's only 28 years old and, um, I'm just amazed of what she's doing and, um, She just seems so focused and really helping um, another part of the world, Um, and she'll come on and share with us her experiences, which I'm really uh, anxious to hear about, and we're going to get to know a little bit more about her. Her name is Bethany Old, and Bethany, I just want to welcome you to Secrets of the Universe, and I'm really glad that we were able to get this set up. So um, yeah, welcome.
0: Thank you, Sherry. Happy to be here.
1: Yeah. So if you can just give us a little drop, uh, backdrop of like, you know, like, first of all, maybe mention, I know that you've done some work or you're doing some work in Africa or you've been to Africa for four, four and a half years. I'm amazed because, you know, I, I, I'm, I've always been amazed by people that are working in different parts of the world. Um, ever since I was a little girl, I can remember in church um listening to missionaries that would literally go to these far off countries and helping you know the people and the villagers and whether it was educating or what it just I don't know. I was very young and very fascinated by it. Like, I I really thought that was the one thing I wanted to do when I was very little. I wanted to be a missionary and then I I wanted to be a teacher, too. But I just think that that kind of work is very powerful because I think um, whenever we're helping others globally, no matter where you are, it's also helping ourselves. And we know that both spiritually um, collective, you know, it helps the collective of all of us. Um, but also economically as well. So go ahead and just tell us about you, where you come from, how did you get into this and why this passion you have and everything everything else that, that you're doing. Sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So similar to your upbringing, I also had some education of uh, other cultures and finding out that people... Like Americans would go overseas. And um, thanks to John F. Kennedy's uh, great initiative in the 60s, um, Peace Corps. So I remember I was in middle school and I had learned that that was a program that Americans did. And um, similar to you, I just, it sounded exactly like what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to meet these different you know, cultures other than my own and learn from them and give back in a way if there was some sort of need, like English learning, for example, that I could do that being a native speaker. I mean, that's a huge asset that we don't really think of often because um, of, you know, our luxuries here and things of that nature. But um yeah, I uh, went to undergraduate school and studied art history because I was really just unsure of what professional path to take. I, just, I enjoyed learning, but I wasn't quite sure what to call it, what it looked like, what it would be. Um, so I just kind of followed my intuition and, and just enjoyed learning about the stories of the artists. Um and ultimately I learned about Madagascar in one of the courses that I was taking and about the very unique flora and fauna of the island. It's the fifth largest island in the world. And
1: oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: it's huge. Oh. It's the size of it is from if you went New York all the way down to the tip of Florida Keys,
2: that's oh, how um, really? it
0: is. Yeah. From toe to tip. Yeah, the north to south. It's very big country. So um, just that made me want to do some of my own research. And when I graduated, I applied immediately to Peace Corps. Um, And they were going through a transition where before they would invite you, if you passed all their tests, which is like an interview, an application, all that medical security, um, you would get invited to go to a place of their choosing. So they would say, oh, Sherry, would you like to go to Nepal and teach English for two years? And you would really have to think about it because they don't want you to just kind of haphazardly choose. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it is a government-funded program and they, put a, they invest a lot into you, so they expect, you know. Um, but they actually were going through a transition where now you can choose the program in the country. Um, I was kind of towards the end of that. So I got to kind of wait for Madagascar to be available. That's mm-hmm. how bad I wanted it. I mean, I, I waited for a year. I spent more time with my family. I, I worked on the side, but I just knew like there was a fire burning inside of me that was just pushing me to go to that country. I mean, I mm-hmm. just I really needed to go there. So
1: yeah, there's kind of like a, a draw, right? I mean, yeah. as, uh, as human beings and having a, you know, a spiritual uh, existence really. Um, that's what happens. We get this draw, right? We get drawn to something really strong. And f- for that, it was for you. Go ahead, mm-hmm. tell us more.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I was naturally pretty nervous. I was actually dating someone before I left, which can be pretty stressful. But, um, you know, my passion for this, you know, mission to use the word that you said earlier was greater than that, you know um, So I had to go for myself. I had to go for just these people I hadn't even met yet. I just needed to go. So you know we broke up and I went and it was very jarring. you know they tell you it's going to be completely different than what you're used to, but in ways that you won't really know what matters to you until you're actually doing it. Wow. So, you know, they'll say you won't have Wi-Fi and, and you're probably like, oh, okay, well, that's that's fine. And maybe you are fine with that. You don't need to be connected to the Internet 24-7. And honestly, those were the sort of like little blessings in it that were truly you learn so much more about yourself when you're not constantly looking at a screen, when you're not, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. It, was, it was actually a way to get to know yourself um, through that luxury being taken away in a sense, just it's, mm-hmm. it's lacking, but you're actually gaining interconnection from others. Like you're getting your entertainment from the world around you. Imagine that.
1: Right. right. Which is really funny because of course, you know, I grew up in the day and time, you know, matter of fact, I was talking to it with my client the other day, like, Back when we were young, my my generation, 60s, 70s, I mean, you had to get up and walk over to the TV to turn the channel. You know, you had to go over and turn the channel if you wanted to watch a different show. So, yeah, um, and, and we didn't have any of, obviously we didn't have internet or anything or cell phones. So you're right. It is a whole different, it's amazing when you think about how the, the change or what it does. Yeah. So you're right. You get more in tuned, I think, when you're not focused on the screen all the time you know, with nature and other people. And so, yeah, tell us more.
0: Yeah. Um, so we were in a kind of a smaller group. Um, it was about 25 of us and mostly kids at my age at that time, like fresh out of college um, and Peace Corps is for anyone up until the age of 80 who um, is an American citizen and uh had has some sort of degree or work experience um so they are a bit, they are a bit selective um but there is a range of different ages and uh we had a 3 month um training that was really intensive and monday through friday we would wake up you know eat together as a group we had these uh coordinators these malagasy Uh, people who were trained with Americans. So they kind of knew American ideals and values. And they were tasked with basically training us on how to like survive in a community that we had never um, seen or experienced. You know, you can read something on a piece of paper, but after those three months are done, they, they drop you off and you have to figure it out.
1: Oh wow! Really? Yeah. really? yeah. First of all, I'm amazed. I think I heard you say that they accept people up to 80 years old to do mm-hmm. to do this, which is mind blowing. I had no idea. Yeah. So thanks for that education. <laughs> um, two. So once you get kind of trained, uh, then you're you're basically on your own. Are you're still with a group of people that you're working with there? No, no just you're you. Just, really.
0: Yeah. I know. A lot of people assume that it's kind of like you're, you're with other people, but you're not, it's just you. And they, they they appreciate that more because I don't, you know, it's interesting. You, you really are forced to integrate. You can't, you don't have any sort of scapegoat. You don't have, you know, it's really easy to feel like we're very isolated in groups we isolate ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. like as an American or like maybe you feel more comfortable with females, which is fine. But just when we start thinking of those groups, it really kind of just pushes people apart. So I was actually pretty thankful to be on my own because I could just be who I felt I was. I could, you know, I, I didn't really, um, take the easy way out, so to speak. Uh, you, and kind just-
1: of find, you kind of find your own way, right? Yeah. I mean, you basically find your own way. And, you know, and I think the one common thing I always think of when you're in a whole different country, and I don't know this because I've never experienced it. I've never been out of our country. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other lifetimes, I have. Um, yeah. I, I find, I think, you know, there's somehow people do learn how to communicate, even if you don't have all the language, you know. Yeah, yep.
0: And that was huge for me. Uh, like my emotional self, um, just things I had known about myself, things I didn't know, but became clearer when I was in that setting. Like mm-hmm. um, how I crave community. Like I just, I really enjoy being around like minded people or just feeling a part of the group, like a team family aspect. Um, I kind of come from a smaller family and, uh, we didn't really see each other often. So that was always, I'm a very social person and I enjoy
1: being around others. So, um, yeah, I guess you also probably you probably also learn some of your own, uh, like you said, like your, your own kind of skills or personality comes out where you actually may find you, you, you figure out how, how you're going to do something that maybe before you never would have. You know done because of the circumstances or the environment you know right. it kind of pushes you outside your comfort zone you know to to do things or you know uh, learn skills that you know that's yeah. fascinating um I know that you're in college right now locally we're on that and we're in North Carolina so um what is it that you're going for again and two I'm really interested because I'm really interested in other countries I've always been and any astrologers out there, I've got a moon in the ninth house. Ninth house is all about uh, foreign countries and languages, mm-hmm. and so my moon is there, which is really important um, in astrology oh, language. Um, but like, I'm also interested in what you have found for the short time I think that you've been there, that you've lived there. What you're seeing that is necessary, or still needing, or you know what I mean? Well, like, what's yeah what one maybe has been developing that's getting better in the areas that you've been and what you see that still needs to be done or, or has to work. And again, and your college, what you're doing for college right now. So.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah. So I, I was still overseas um, with another job um, when COVID happened. So I was able to kind of sit and see how I could, stay in the community um, that way. And I found a program through Duke um, that could give me some sort of scholarship through working in Peace Corps. It's called the Coverdell Fellows. So I applied to it um, under the Masters of International Development, which is what Peace Corps is and I didn't really know that that's what it was called. Yeah. Um, so all kind of new information about what I was doing. Like I just didn't know the skill set I had kind of acquired or like things that I was coming into contact was this. Um, so yes, I applied to it. Uh, I very just so happy to have received it. I have it. I got,
2: yeah.
0: I'm, I'm living it. I'm working it. I'm doing it right now. Uh, um, it's all crazy and new still. It's just like been a few weeks, but um, really enjoying it. It's such a great school. Um, but talking about needs internationally, globally, in these developing countries, which by the way, uh, we used to call them third world. And I just want to spread this information out because I didn't know I was mm-hmm. calling it third world. And then someone in Peace Corps actually told me, uh, we call it developing countries. So it's continuous, you know, it's, it's continuous work, it's developing. And Mm -hmm. we are, um, like the United States, we are developed ED at the end. So we kind of have really come a long way when it comes to governance. And like, you know, the corruption is pretty small in comparison to other developing countries. So I just wanted to point that distinction. Sure. I
1: no, English English language is really big. I'm very big yeah. on that. someday I hope to have a show on just different words that mm-hmm. we're trying to get into our more into our culture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe I'll have you on for that show. Yes. Have, but yeah, yeah, because I have some words myself that I've been trying to put out there and change that because it is really important. Yes. Okay, so but. go ahead.
0: Yeah, a huge thing these days, and it's getting much more recognition, which is great. It shows a lot of progress is um, like gender equality in in these developing countries. So, um, I mean, just to give you like a contrasting topic that hasn't got any traction, really, uh, Mm -hmm. like LGBTQ rights in developing countries are still very uh, not recognized. So for just like a kind of comparison, those are very lacking. And then when it comes to like gender equality, getting, um, and it's all a a bit connected, you know, health and education, um, infrastructure. So how the roads are, um, I mean, it's, it's a ton of stuff, but we're actually seeing more programs aimed at helping, uh, young women kind of know more things about family planning because- Mm Because there's not a lot of education on how you can choose not to have a family and kind of go for higher education, um, those right. kind of programs are becoming more um, accessible and like reaching a, a, a broader net when before right. it was just not really right. something that young girls really were aware of. Oh, so. good,
1: good. All right, do they also have, because this is always something, I don't know why, but it's always kind of. Uh, Uh, been something that is close to me in the way of how I feel. Like I always hear sometimes in in some developing countries where there's still a lot of uh, uh, amongst women more still rapes and uh, attacks and stuff. I don't know if that's where the area you're talking. And like, is there anything that they're really working on in that kind of, I mean, it happens in the United States too. (laughs) I mean, mean, that's really all over. Right. Um, From my
0: experience, uh, that hasn't been as um, as like lots of development that I've seen. Um, it's still, you know, it, there's a a spectrum of of things. Like for example, I you know I did hear of of someone being accused of. It. I mean, they knew he did it. And then there's a thing called mob justice. So a lot of the times, if that act occurs, you can just pay off the police. So that's like oh, wow. a Okay. Um, here you wouldn't okay. be able to do that. And that's just a reflection of like the corruption and we sure. call that governance. So in that sense, our governance is, is a bit better than, than over there where it's, uh, you know, you, you just have to have the money. And unfortunately that person would go free. So mob justice would be a group of people who believe the same thing of that's not right. We have to do something about it. We have to take the law in our own hands. And then that group of people will uh, do whatever they think is best. And sometimes um, that means killing that person. I actually heard a story of that happening um, in the city that I was banking in. So I would, I didn't have a bank in my village. It was very small, about like a a thousand people. So when I went to my city um, to get some money uh, to eat, you know, to buy things, uh, that was the rumor about one case, one guy that I'd heard about. So Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I've, I've heard stories in India, too, where just rape has not been as um, just the information of, of what of what that all encompasses, really. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's always, uh, you know, I, I, I follow it through the years because I um, well, one, I've had experiences as as, as a young girl being uh, sexually abused mm-hmm. Um Never in the way of being attacked in that sense. I still call what happened to me as raped. Um, sexual abuse is too much of a nice word. Um, it was still rape to me, but I, I, I'm talking more where literally you're attacked to raped. So, yeah, I, I, and again, that's really all over. It doesn't really, unfortunately. Um, what do you also feel um, that you think we need more of, like, help there? And two, real quick, um, before we get too close to time, because I know you're only with us, for uh, thirty minutes or so, but I want people to be able to reach in too. Mm-hmm. So, um. yeah,
0: um, things that we need more of. I would I would say education and just basic healthcare for um, people in developing countries because that's a basic human right and one that is not you know afforded to the global masses, unfortunately. Um, so, just more policy that's aimed at helping. The most vulnerable communities. Um, so, what does that look like? I'm not exactly sure, but hopefully, I'll learn this semester yeah, uh, yeah. how to kind of hone in on it. But I just have the ideas of what I've seen, what I've experienced, and right. Um, right. And I know that the more people I meet, the more I'll be able to be the most helpful to others, if that makes sense. So I'm just trying to be like a very open and receiving the people that come into my life and the courses and the topics, because I know it's all connected as we've kind of talked about um, before. So I I do feel like there is like a special, like I'm on a special course to, uh, yeah, to, to help others and myself. I mean, I, I'm getting the most out of it. I feel, um, yeah there's
1: gotta there's gotta be something very deep i mean i I always felt that as a child there's there's something very deep and, and uh deeply fulfilling and feeling just feeling like you you are literally doing your participation for the planet or you know because again for those of us that are really into the spiritual type of thinking or people that are even religious, you know on what they might feel and believe you know, we all, it really is, we're all so interconnected. It's not even funny. So the more that we do balance out, I'm really big on trying to figure out how we can, I hear a lot of people always say, you know, well, you know, uh, the the world's overpopulated and there's not enough food for And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Our country alone, if we were to Uh, work better the land and the property. There's a lot of open property around, even our own country. And for me, it's all about really devising a way that all countries can utilize and and share the resources, right, and teach teach each other these different things that would really help each, you know, uh, village or town or, you know, to function to the best that they can, right? So I, 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 it's funny when I hear people say, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, there's really plenty of food. We just do a lot of wasting of food over here. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's really somehow about balancing it. So the world can really function more healthier overall, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a big job. And that's why some of us have come to earth again, um, because I'm a believer we come back again and again. So basically, so, you know, there is a lot of people that have come in this time around. And I'm just happy to see somebody like you that's, you know, I, I was still very young doing this kind of work. So I personally want to thank you. No. Um, <laughs> I, I totally admire, you know, the fact that you are just that you know, passionate about, you know, people that are in other places besides our United States, because we really do have a lot of wonderful benefits being in the United States. So much more than I think, you know, we could never realize unless we did what you're doing. Right yeah Um, I want people to be able to get a hold of you Bethany if they want and I'm also I haven't told you this but I'm also want to set up for me this is for me to be able to donate to you anyone that wants to also like um donate money for your calls or what you're doing meaning for your personal and I would be giving them like a discount big discount off my readings or like very half price or something in order to just try to I'd like to see you continue doing what you're doing. So I know any kind of help would be helpful for you. And this is nothing that Bethany even knew about. <laughs> so this is something that I'm doing personally. So um, let's uh, give your numbers so people can kind of reach you about uh, things. They want to talk to you about doing what you're doing, um, how they can talk to you. Oh, there's Bethany's email. <laughs> but I also have a radio show in Florida that won't see this. So mm-hmm. if you can go ahead and give your email and that my my people in Florida that, that are listening through the radio will be able to contact you as well.
0: Sure. Yeah, so it's just my full name, which is Bethany Virginia Old at gmail.com and that's spelled out B-E-T-H-A-N-Y V-I-R-G-I-N-I-A-O-L-D at gmail.com.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And I always tell people, if you didn't catch that, because sometimes it's hard to to get it. um, Most of my audience know that I have a website called Imagine dot com, which is real simple to remember, because I keep hoping and praying that we can all do this. Like, imagine peace now, you know, like that would be good. Right. (laughs) That would be really good. And I've been doing this for like 10 years now. Um, i really like 30 or 40 in my head. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah if anybody wants to get a hold of me from magicpeacenow.com I'd be happy to forward Bethany's email to you if you want to reach out to her about what she's doing and, and maybe get involved in what she's doing um you've given us like a lot of great information I had no idea some of the stuff that with the Peace Corps I really didn't even the background about JF Kennedy I didn't know that either <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so that's that's really interesting yeah. um so I know our time is pretty much up because you could only be with us for a half an hour, but I want to thank you. And I always have um, I have my guests come on again and again because I like my audience to get to know them. Okay. Um, so I just want to let you know, I'm sure we'll be doing this again and touch in with you and see where you're at at that time. And you can share more of what, what's been going on and kind yeah. update us.
0: Fabulous! That sounds amazing. Thank you yeah. so much, Sherry, for having me on the show, and I look forward to our next talk.
1: Yeah, 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 Hello yeah. To all the fans, yeah, I'll <laughs> be over Saturday and see what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you, and um, I hope everybody just who wants to get a hold of Bethany, please uh, t- touch base with her um, for the amazing work she's doing. Um, again, I really, really honor you for what you do. So, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank All you, right, so honey. Bye. Yeah, have a good night, honey. Good. All bye. Right, bye now. <laughs> so, um, I am just amazed by uh, anyone that does this kind of uh, this kind of work who steps out of their uh, real comfort zone, as Bethany is doing. Um, it just amazes me that. Um, you know, I, I've always kind of felt like there was always going to be groups of people in the world that just take on this kind of work. Um, and I'd like to kind of bring them on here and, and just show their faces and, and, and their amazing stories. Um, so we've got another half an hour. And um, I've not done this before on my show. So what I was thinking that for this uh, next half hour, I would um, do maybe some mini readings. Uh, A lot of you might know that I do tarot. Um, If you don't know, um, I teach tarot. I teach basic tarot to my students that I have all year round. Um, And I also teach astrology, basic astrology. So for any of those of you that are interested in those subjects, um, you can go over to my website. I'm getting ready to start another Tarot basic course. And then there's a couple of astrology courses as well. Thanks, Tiffany, for putting up the website um, at ImaginePeaceNow.com. But if there's anyone in the chat room, I'm trying to see. Um, Tiffany, I'm not actually, I don't know if I'm seeing anything in the chat There's just nobody there right now. <laughs> I was going to see if maybe there was someone that wanted to go ahead and get Uh, mini-reading today, and I can kind of explain to you how I work, how I do them, Um, and it's really a a simple process. Uh, Of course, I say it's a simple process. Um, Let me see. Uh, I'm not actually seeing that tab there. Um, I don't see where the comments, oh, oh, boy. Yeah, I really got to learn my system a little bit better. (laughs) Okay, so um, let me see who's on here. Um, We have a Kimberly Jensen. I don't know if Kimberly's still with us right now. Um, uh, I'd like to go ahead and start with Kimberly and just do a mini reading for you. Um, Are are you open for a reading, Kimberly? I don't know if you can comment there and I'll... Go ahead and get started. Um, tarot to me is a very, uh, very rewarding, uh, exciting kind of work. For those of you who are not familiar with tarot, um, primarily it really is. I see you, Kimberly. Okay, we'll start with you in one minute. Tarot is really a, um, it's a science and an art. It really helps us to kind of, um, kind of see what we're doing right now, where we're heading. It's really based on the idea that human beings are creatures of habit. So we all get up in the morning and we do a certain way when we get up. Um, and these habits actually will show in card readings. It will show different people in your life that you're connected with, family and friends, co-workers. Um, it will show a lot of unconscious behaviors. It's a really an amazing um, visual uh, experience because they're all pictures on cards and these cards have all kinds of life experiences that when they're laid out in a certain way in a pattern and when somebody knows how to unlock that language um, it's really an amazing way of just working with people to help them kind of see what's going on for them in their life. And again, it's just basically a roadmap that you pretty much have set out for yourself Um, And it really kind of, for me, it just confirms things for people. I believe people already have the answers. So for me, this is more just a confirmation of of your own uh, knowing of what's happening with you. I think we just all get busy in life, and sometimes we tend to not be able to see some things that are going on. Um, Our soul always knows, but sometimes consciously um, we don't. We don't because we're so busy. Okay. So Kimberly, um, I just want to go ahead. I'm going to shuffle the cards, Kimberly. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to divide the deck into three piles. And as soon as I divide them, which I'm going to do now, um, I just need you to pick a left, a right, or a middle pile, and then we'll start. So if you want to comment in the comments. I've got a left, a right and a middle pile. I'm not sure if Kimberly has heard me. If you're still there, perfect. Left. Okay. Yo, know, you probably had to take a minute to kind of tune in. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start and I'm going to kind of show everyone how this works or at least how I've been doing it. I've been reading cards for 30 years. Um, I was actually taught by a woman named Sandy Anastasi, who was the teacher of John Edwards of Crossing Over when he used to be on TV called Crossing Over. His show was called Crossing Over. So I actually learned from her. um, And we all know John Edwards got really big. So um, let's go see what's happening for Kimberly. So how this works is the first card down that you put down in a reading talks about what is on a person's mind as we're speaking. And Kimberly, you have this card, which is the Three of Pentacles, and it is upside down or what we call the reverse position. So what that means simply is we're going to talk uh, for a minute about your career or a project that you're working on. Now, when it's the career card, and this is the typical career card, When it's upside down, they can talk about either there's an ending or a changing in your career, or you don't have one at this time, um, or there could have been something that has ended a career, okay? Um, Let me put out a few more cards, and then I'm going to give you a little bit more information. I do what's called the double Celtic cross, which just means that there is two layers of cards, so it gives a little bit more information. The second layer will tell me more detail about the first layer of cards. So, ah, oh, okay. So now I'm looking at the card next to your first card, Kimberly. Um, these are the two cards that came up for your reading. So it's these two cards, which, again, is the three of pentacles. And then we have the tower next to it. And that is upside down. So primarily what this means, uh, Kimberly, is, What is on your mind the most, as we're speaking right now, has to do with something to do with a career that has come to an end or changing? And I have to ask you, because the tower talks about something that would have happened very suddenly, very unexpectedly, and it would have been literally turned your whole life upside down, because that's what the tower does. Now, the tower is interesting because it can be something that happened quite a while ago. It doesn't have to be recent, but when the tower happens, it's so big. It's a really big thing that happens. It's a major arcana card that it takes a long time for that. It's a card of crisis, it's a card of um, changes your whole world in like one minute. Um, it takes time for that energy to leave our, our energy field. So I would have to say there was probably some situation with a career. That either ended or changed, um, meaning it might have changed and went into something else, um, but you may still be doing it, but there would have been some change. But I feel like there was some traumatic episode around this. I don't know if that makes sense. And, Kimberly, you can kind of comment as we go along. Um as well, it also talks about a project that you might have been working on with a couple other people. So this is something else besides your career. There could have been a project you were working on that I don't see either it has stopped or ended or it has um, changed somehow. OK, where maybe uh, everybody wasn't able to complete the, the project that you were working on. Um, current situation. I'm going to look at your current situation. And I'm actually looking at a woman and a man. So I'm looking at this, let me see, this woman, which is the queen of uh, wands, it's a personality of a woman, and then I'm looking at a man who is a king of pentacles. So the woman is upside down, as you can see, and the man is right side up. So what that tells me, Kimberly, is I'm probably looking at your personality as a Wands woman, which would tell me that you would be very outgoing, sociable, fun, hardworking, um, they're very goal oriented, and once women are loud, so they're not quiet people. They're more adventurous, and they've got big energy. Now, when it's upside down, it can tell me that you may physically be feeling tired, or that you are somehow maybe not feeling as strong about your goals, or not feeling like you are feeling like you are accomplishing um, what you're trying to accomplish. Um, When the one's women or people are upside down, there's just a lot happening for them because they do put out a lot of energy, very big energy. So one, they could be feeling drained. But I do see on some level right now there's some unhappiness or something, some difficulty going on for you because that card is upside down. I know that there's something happening for you where. You may be just unhappy, uh, maybe things, again, you don't have the energy or you're not able to accomplish what you are hoping to right now. This is just a feeling. Keep in mind, it's just a feeling. So feelings change, right? Uh, when you get your energy back and you feel better, you'll you'll be on top of things again. Wands, people are very physically active, very sociable, very outgoing. The gentleman next to you, however, I'm seeing him, As basically happy, healthy, I see him doing well. He's a Pentacles guy, so he's more quiet. The Pentacles people are more quiet. They're not loud people. He's very down-to-earth, very practical, um, good with his hands. They're usually the businessmen, so they're usually very good with money. And he is right side up. So I do see that he is... um, Probably very more down-to-earth in the way of um, how he spends money, or he's just very um, uh, material. They usually like material things and and money, Um, but, but mostly it's about security. Pentacles people are really about security. So, you know, they may come off as being very materialistic or very focused on money, but really it's about security for Pentacles people. So I see him as a guy who's down-to-earth, practical, quiet, um, likes to take his time. They don't like changes. They don't like surprises. They're very consistent people. They're very dependable people uh, when they're right side up. So I see the two of you together here. So there's no doubt that I know that you know whoever this is. You're connected with them. Um, This is current situation. So... I don't know how he's connected to you at this point, but it would be somebody that you do know. I see you looking to the future. Um, so that's a positive thing. Um, that's the current situation. I don't know if any of this makes sense for you. Okay. So you're saying, Kimberly says it does. Um, a lot of physical pain. Okay. So you're having some physical, actual physical problems. Okay. Um, I want to go on real quick because we're just going to cover more cards. I'm not going to do the whole reading, Kimberly, just for time's sake, but I am going to lay out all your cards, and if down the road you want to get a full reading, I'd be more than happy to. Oh, wow, you had the exact amount of cards for the whole reading. Um, that doesn't happen all the time, um, but if you want a full reading, I'll save this reading, and then you can contact me, and I'd be happy. Um, I do do a charge. Um, I'm on the lower end for first time reading so anybody that's getting a first time reading it's only $50 for that I don't I don't uh, I feel like um, until you get to know somebody and how they read um, I like to keep my prices low for the first reading but anyway I want to touch in with something that's coming up for you Kimberly we have the justice card and we have the Queen of Swords So these two are together that are coming up over your next three months, and they're both right side up. So why this is really interesting is because there's something coming up over the next three months. The justice card talks about some kind of legalities. Now, it doesn't really say exactly, maybe, you know, not necessarily always going to court, but it could be some legal documents that you may have to take care of or something that you're working on trying to get tied up. I see over the next three months, any kind of legal situation that you're dealing with, whether it is going to court or whether it's just paperwork. I see whatever this is that you're, you're going to be involved with over the next three months. And I see it working out the way that you want it to work out. It's coming out to your favor or to your benefit. So I see whatever legal transaction or legal documents, I see that happening over the next three months. And I see you quite happy about this. Um, I do see a woman next to that justice card, the Queen of Swords. So I don't know if I'm looking at just you, or if there's also a female that is working with you on any legal situations. She's a Swordswoman. She's right side up, so I know she is basically happy, healthy, and she's very upfront. Um, she's a thinker. She likes to weigh things and balance things. The Swords people are very intellectual. They're usually very well read. Okay, so these are the people that are like real thinkers and always trying to understand things and figure things out and, you know, uh, analyze things. Um, I see this woman over the next three months. This may be representing another side of you, Kimberly. um, If you have that kind of also part of you where you're kind of more of a thinker and you like to weigh things out. I see there's something in the next three months where you might be looking at something in the past. Okay. Um, During this time of whatever this legal situation is. Um, So that's something I just want you to keep uh, aware of. This is happening over the next three months. Um, If it is a female around you that you're working with having to do with legal stuff, I see her as a very trustworthy person to work with. I see her, uh, very smart and understanding what she's doing and the legalities of it. Um, these are all the things that come with the justice card and the queen of swords type person's uh, personality. Okay. Um, I don't know if a lot of this makes sense. Um, that's covering just the first three cards of a reading. And um I'm going to just cover a couple more short things and then we're going to wrap that up because uh, um, there's a lot of cards to go through. When I do a when I do a full reading, it's at least an hour and about 15, 20 minutes. So I don't just do an hour. I usually do more like an hour and 20 minutes. Um, Most people um, I find, you know, the reading will cover a lot of things. So I, I try to make sure that when people get readings from me that there's not a lot of questions left over when they, when they get off the phone. So um, there's something else I do want to talk about real quick. Um, I'm going to go to your foundation, uh, Kimberly. So what you have there, your first card is the Four of Swords and it's upside down. Your second card is the Eight of Pentacles upside down. So these two are together in your what we call the foundation. And what that means is, The foundation in a reading talks about where you've come from. It lets the reader know where you have come from for a long time, what's been happening in your life for quite a while, okay? And I'm actually looking at four years ago. I'm actually looking at four years ago. So... About four years ago, if you look back to four years ago, and I'm looking at something having to do with maybe another kind of work that you were doing or a job that you were doing, um, I feel like something either, again, ended or changed about four years ago having to do with a job. Now, I do want to say this Pentacles card is about a job that just pays the bills, okay? Okay. The first card that came up in your reading, that career card, was your very first card. That's actually more of a career. The difference is the career card talks about what we're passionate about, what we love, what we love to do. Okay, the eight of pentacles talks about just a job to pay the bills. So there's a big difference in these two cards. The career is like going to nursing school because you want to be a nurse. The job card might be working at Taco Bell, okay? Mm. So, again, some people make that a career at Taco Bell. But primarily, that's the difference of these two cards, all right? So there may have been something for you about four years ago where there was another kind of ending to a job that you might have been doing. Um, and the only other meaning of this Eight of Pentacles is it's also a card of somebody who's crafty that's like an artist. So if you're somebody that does a lot of crafts or you paint it's also a card of doing some kind of craft if you're an, uh, an artist or or that kind of uh, if you do that kind of stuff it would show uh, some kind of change about four years ago okay um, so there are a couple things about your foundation um, I always feel like something about four years ago started for you where you started kind of getting busy again, actually. Um, Even though something ended, this job that you might have had that just paid the bills or this creativity craft work that you did uh, came to an end, there was still something that you started getting very busy at that time. Um, Let me see if I can pick up what other stuff is going on with that. Um, there is a little bit more, I'm not going to go into it today cause we are getting closer to our time, but I do want to say that, um, you know, you've got some, a, a lot of stuff going on here. Um, I do see, you know, in the next few weeks, there is a little bit of, you're, you're really feeling a little bit, um, what, what I would call your soul is feeling depleted. It's actually feeling exhausted. Um, this is a card that I usually tell my, my clients You really need to get back to doing the little things for yourself, for your soul. Like if you like, you know, going to the beach in the morning or you like uh, uh, taking a bath with candles, lit candles, any of those little things that make your soul really feel good. um, I I see that you you really do need to, to start doing that stuff, okay? When I see this one particular card, it's one of the most challenging cards. It talks about somebody who has not really taken care of themselves for a long time. So it's a card where you really do have to start really kind of um, doing self-care, finding those little things that make your soul happy again, okay? Um, because I do see that coming up in the next few weeks where there's this feeling of of, of feeling almost half dead, okay? Um, that is... Um, Basically, like I said, not all of your cards, but it's a basic card reading. Um, I will take a picture of this card reading, Kimberly, and if you decide at some point um, you want to go through this reading, we can do that. And there's my website. Tiffany just put up my website. You can uh, contact me there. There's a contact page there. And just let me know that I did a mini reading for you on my show, um, and we can go through it. Uh, Again, there is a slight charge. I probably would give a discount charge for if you contact me through the show. Otherwise, anybody else, it's normally a $50 um, card reading. Um, I want to thank everyone. Uh, I don't think we're going to get to another uh, reading right now um, because we are getting close to um, the show coming to an end. Um, if anybody would like to, again, get a reading um I'm gonna start doing these on the show uh probably once a month or maybe twice a month. So if you keep watching through the weeks, um you may be the next one to get a, a mini reading. Um as long as you're okay with uh us sharing, like what's going on in your in your home and and in your life. Um it's it's exciting. I I find this work um interesting in the way that I usually have to explain to people kind of how it works is everything in our universe is symbols. Um, Most of us understand that when somebody goes into business, they will have a logo. And the reason that they will have a logo is because it's much easier for people to remember a picture, right, Uh, a logo, um, than it is to remember a bunch of words, so the tarot deck uh, system is basically designed on that kind of idea that everything in life is, um, is really symbolic. Everything in our world has to do with symbolism. So these amazing 78 uh, card decks um, is really interesting because it kind of ties together all different areas of our lives. Um, Some of the things that I'm even looking at in Kimberly's reading, for example, one of the cards that came up for her in the next three to six months is the chariot card. So this card will actually talk about one being in charge of where you want your life to go. Um, By the way, Kimberly, that's for a man that you're connected to. Um, He's coming up as a cups guy, very emotional, sensitive guy, um, that really nice type of guy. Um, I see him having some difficulties in three to six months, but this card talks about being on top of things and being in charge of where you want your life to go. Okay. So that's coming up for that gentleman. This is also a car card that symbolizes your actual vehicle. It's called the chariot card, but it actually will tell me as a reader whether or not somebody's car um, that they're driving has any problems going on. And it sounds kind of silly, but If that card was upside down, I would be telling my client that you might want to have your car checked out because often this will indicate a problem with the car that some people aren't aware is happening with the car. Um, So these are the different kinds of things that tarot kind of can give you some information on. And there's a lot more stronger, deeper things that the tarot touches on. Um, I've had many, many stories of, I remember when I had my bookstore in West Virginia a long time ago, it was called Heaven on Earth, A Divine Place. And I remember one of my clients came in and her reading was about, part of it was about her son who was in public school and he was in either like 10th grade, ninth or 10th grade, and he was having some real difficulties. And I remember seeing the card next to it, which actually was the card of the hermit and it was upside down. And that card talks about uh, it can represent a teacher. So when her and I were talking together, she said that he was really having problems in school, specifically with one particular teacher. And when the hermit card is upside down, it actually tells me as a reader that there's actually something going on for that teacher, like the teacher is actually the one that has some problems. Um, so I had to explain to the mother, I really didn't feel like it was her son that was having the difficulty, I felt like the teacher had some stuff going on, uh, because her son was right side up in the card reading, and the, the teacher card was upside down, which told me that there was actually more of an issue with the teacher, um, whatever it might have been. Um, there was problems with the teacher themselves, not so much her son. So there's just different little things like that that you really can kind of pull out of card readings. Um, it could talk about schooling, travel. Um, I see a lot of traveling in, in my cards, um, stories of babies being born or weddings or um, all kinds of scenarios, life scenarios that humans experience, Right. So the cards really have been for me all my life. Um, I really jumped into this a long time ago when I had my first reading when I was around, I think I was around 30 years old, 29 or 30. And I was so amazed by what she said to me and how she said it that I told her I needed to learn how to do these cards. And two, I had a very deep personal um separation from a child of mine that was extremely difficult for me to deal with. And I actually was able to uh, follow uh, basically overall this child through life. Um, and, and we weren't totally disconnected, but, but some years we were. So it was, it was a way for me to really uh, um, understand other things that were going on personally with uh, my family. So that's just some of the things that tarot can do for you. I do tell people that you have free choice and free will. So there's nothing that anybody really can give you in a card reading that can really guarantee it. Um, It's just most of the time it does come out the way if the reader is, is interpreting it correctly overall. Most of the time it will happen because we are creatures of habit. So, the cards just kind of show what you most likely will do and most likely what the outcome will be. And most of the time, it usually does happen. But anytime you can change your direction, anytime you get to say, No, I don't want to go that way, but you really have to put a lot of energy in and focus on that. Um, I'm going to tie this up now because we've only got a few minutes. I want to thank you for coming to the show. I hope that reading might have helped. Not only Kimberly, but some other people out there that might want to understand a little bit more about how this uh, really healing modality or uh, this card of guidance, uh, the cards of guiding one can help uh, through life. I know for me, it was huge for helping me to get through life. Um, I always felt much better. um I felt like I had something to work with when I would go get a reading that would kind of keep me moving forward. So I thank you. And we will see you again next week with a new topic, a new person. And like I always like to say, follow the path. So divine for you, designed for you. Thanks for coming. We'll see you again. Take care.
2: Become Goldilocks Productions VIP patron, receive exclusive access to live streams, special, and other
1: epic perks. Join the Goldilocks
2: Productions VIP community today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars